What up, everybody? We are back. Wine and Culture Los Angeles, episode 10. I cannot believe that at all. Uh, I'm your host and sommelier, Devin Reed. Uh, this time around, I have a really good guest um, joining me. Her name's Lindsay Napella Berg. She's a good friend of mine. She's also a three-time Olympian in volleyball, co-captain of a couple of those uh, teams um, back in the, the 2000s uh, and the 2010s as well. Um, we went back and forth about wine <laughs> to to pull out for you guys, and we settled on the uh, Heights uh, Cellar Napa Valley Cabernet. Uh, long history at Heights. Uh, it's now run by one of two black master sommeliers in the entire U.S. His name is Carlton McCoy. And we had a great conversation. Um, as decorated as Lindsay's career uh, has been with volleyball, her life after Volleyball has just been just as cool, just as interesting. And so uh, really, really looking forward to this episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, let's get into it. What up, y'all? Wine and Culture Los Angeles. We back. Got some good wine. I have a good friend here with me. This is Lindsay Napella Berg. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Or I guess welcome to my home. I know. Thank you for being so gracious. Of course. And invite me to, into your abode. Uh, Lindsay is a three-time Olympian. I did my homework, so, so three-time Olympic. You better get it right. Two-time Olympic silver medalist. Okay. Co-captain of the Beijing team, 08. Let's okay. go. Okay. All right. Two-time female, sorry, sorry two-time Euro volleyball female indoor athlete of the year. Uh-huh. Before that, you played in Italy. Yes, I was captain of the 2012 Olympics as well. Man, you got to tell Wikipedia. I mean, you got to tell Wikipedia to get this yeah, shit right. Yeah, you know, I'm not in charge of the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm, we gonna see you. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, you played in Italy for a few years. Yes. Before that, you were a Golden Gopher. <laughs> I was. All Big Ten three years in a row. I, I think so. Yeah, you know yeah, a little bit more than yeah, I do. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember these things. For you know? sure. After each chapter, I, I move on. Yeah. You know? Um, and then before that, and, and something that I feel like is probably, for people that know you, something that you have a lot of pride in is you're born and raised in Hawaii. Of course, yes. Tell us what it was like growing up in Hawaii. Did you know you were going to be a volleyball player? What was your childhood? What was your upbringing like? Yeah, I mean, I, the best childhood ever. Uh, I feel so fortunate. Uh, a little, you know, secluded out there in the middle of the sure. Pacific. A little... Um, obviously naive to a lot once I went to college and mm-hmm. very sheltered in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hawaii will always be my home. I like um, how you say Hawaii. Hawaii. Tell me how to do it. Hawaii. Hawaii. That's uh, it? A very like traditional Hawaiian language. It mm-hmm. would be Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, so but I would really, look stupid saying Hawaii. Yeah, so Hawaii. <laughs> um, yeah, born and raised. My mom is born and raised there. My yeah. dad randomly ended up there from California. He was a beach guy, a beach volleyball guy, and yeah. just moved there. And um, he was always a volleyball guy, so I played ever since. I'd say, you know, I was five in his lap, really? and, you know, holding a volleyball, watching him play. But uh, I think I started competitively around seven or eight. Uh-huh. Um, loved both tennis and volleyball. Played both about until I was 14 or 15, and then went went with volleyball got really serious about that Mm -hmm. but in general just Hawaii is um, a place with just culture um, very mixed race um, and just you grow up outside you play outside you're in paradise uh, every day and I went to a really good school Uh, President Obama and I went to the same school Ah. and um, yeah I, I mean it's an incredible place and you know 
you're lucky where you get lucky where you're born. You have right. no control over that. So I thank my parents every day. And every time I go to Hawaii, you know, um, I mean, whether it's a resort or the beach or whatever, like, you know, you go to take pictures. Yeah. And then you'd be like, fuck it. These pictures do no justice. No justice. To any of this. It's just like taking pictures in Hawaii is almost stupid. Although I do have a really, really good sunset in Hawaii, which is like, it looks fake. Like yeah. the whole thing but it's, it's just it's crazy just like seven days a week you get these fake sunsets you just gotta just and you just gotta take it all in right. um people meet me and know me either just as like a volleyball person and have only played against me or know that super intense side of me and then they meet me off the court and they're Different. like are you the same human Different. i'm just like all right let's just go with the flow and you know everyone let's calm down and well what keeps us also calm is the fact that you're a vino hit yes i love my wine thank you to my mother Oh really? Oh yeah, five o'clock on the dot. All right. Well, She's it's got that red. It's not quite five o'clock yet. We're not gonna <laughs> tell you what time it is because that is neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. But we decided to flex for y'all today. We have Height Cellar. Uh, Height Cellar has been around for about sixty years. Height Cellar really got their name back in the seventies. They did a uh, tasting of all the world's best uh, red wine. So French wine at the time was just like killing everybody. Um, but the nineteen seventy uh, Heights Marth Martha's Vineyard was one of the wines in the uh, 1976 Judgment of Paris tasting that actually beat out some of the world's best French wines. And so that's how they got their name. That's where they really came up. Uh, we have a 2014 uh, Heights Martha's Vineyard right here and a 1992 Napa, Cali Napa, Cal Napa Valley Cabernet. Uh, heights right we've here. already had a couple glasses you know we had a couple glasses <laughs> we didn't wait but we we really want to flex for y'all the ceo um and, and you didn't get a chance to meet him but uh lindsey went to to heights a couple months ago yes it was amazing it, um yeah yeah my bank account suffered thanks to dev here but uh <laughs> um it was a great suggestion you text me i remember you text me today and you was like this is gonna be a problem this is gonna be a problem so wait were you tasting the marthas when you text me that probably or <laughs> tasting them all um, so the Martha's Vineyard is their their best yeah. uh, vineyard. It's their legendary vineyard. They're head of the the, the state. Uh, Carlton McCoy. Uh, there's 175 Black Master Psalms in the U.S. Uh, Carlton is one of two. Carlton mm -hmm. is the CEO of uh, High Cellar. Uh, what up to Carlton? Um, we're coming back, Carlton. We're coming back, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna drink some uh, a couple different decades of uh, Heights today. So and bringing friends and bringing some friends. Yes. Back. Um. So we talked a little bit about your uh, volleyball career. I yeah. feel like your volleyball career um, is decorated as that was. Your life after volleyball has been just the same almost. You're involved in the core project. You're the founder of the core project. Mm -hmm. It's a platform for uh, female volleyball players to um, you know speak their uh, their their lives and and to kind of collaborate so yeah there's stories their experiences um in general how to educate and inspire young ones coming up and how to make it a little bit easier on these young ones and their volleyball careers and share just the knowledge that i have or all of the current pros or even the you know the past olympians and current olympians and just to help the younger generation out but more of in the human space rather than okay how do you set or hit a ball or pass a ball you need somebody more in the human about space. like as a woman like the struggles you have or when you as a high schooler picking a college or all of these different things that um 
are not spoken about often unless right. you have a sister or unless you right. have a mentor so so it's good to yeah. have have that yeah. um you're also the partner at unbreakable gym i am unbreakable gym is a, a gym in west hollywood the new york times called it the uh, soho house of gym uh i've never been there Lindsay, how come We've got some good PR. Um, well, you like the Soho House, you have to be a member. <laughs> just wait. And so we're going to do a workout next week. Uh huh. Is that good? Yeah. It has to be after we then drink wine. Whatever. Okay, so next week, maybe we'll film this workout for. Uh, as a special. Mm -hmm. We could do that. Um, yeah, Breakable was. Uh, my first venture as I retired, I was kind of in the process of retiring in 2012-13, didn't know, but knew I had to build, start to build a life after volleyball, and I had met Jake Laser a couple years before, working out at a gym, yeah. he kind of liked, I was like stone face killer working out, like nobody talked to me, I'm trying to get through this, I don't like to work out, mm -hmm. and had a relationship with him um, through just like, you know, bonding on just confidence and leadership and um, the things that he was trying to do differently for football players yeah. as an MMA and right. a fighting mentality. And I got back from my last season in Turkey and heard he was opening up a gym and I asked him if I could be a part of it. And that was kind of my first after volleyball venture. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, I, again, would love to come by and uh, work out. We're doing it. Because uh, I haven't been there. But um, there's, again, all these things that you're involved in after. Do you have advice for uh, young girls, yeah. female athletes. You are my first female guest. That is, I'm so honored. That is huge. So thank you. Cheers. Yeah. For being my first female guest. But do you have advice for young girls that are either playing volleyball um, as to you know what their lives? I mean, plan for what their life could be yeah. like with volleyball, without volleyball in the yeah. future. Like, what, what would you suggest? I think the best advice is to continue continue to be well rounded. Mm -hmm. Yes, volleyball. Maybe your goal is the Olympics, but don't let everything else in your life go away. You can do multiple sports. You can love to draw you can love to dance you can have these other interests and continue to do those because when you're in the heat of things with volleyball you're gonna need an outlet or basketball or whatever sport or even if you are professional violinist do something else on the side yeah. um, because being well-rounded or just having different things that you love to do have a passion for keeps you sane and also say one doesn't work out for you and you got something to go to next so i, love that. I really believe in uh, doing multiple things having passion for multiple things and just really like testing your creative space and uh what you really love so fun fact about Lindsay, another one of your passions is real estate but what's what's next for you like I know that you're involved in a lot of other uh, ventures, but what are, you, what are you planning on doing next? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I'm all about Team Nap instead of Team No Sleep, you know? There's everyone's like, the Team No Sleep, you gotta work yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. I did that with volleyball, and um, I'm enjoying the time that I have to travel to see my family, to be around my family more than I could during my volleyball career. Uh, I'm enjoying some of the real estate I've gotten involved with. I think that is a path that I'll continue to go on yeah. and be involved with the gym and continue to just explore what's going on that day and keep going and just yeah. kind of take it day to day. 
I can't see myself having a full, um, another full career. Uh, I'm enjoying being able to be available for my friends and family and things that I love. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully this will work out for me. And if not, I, I guess I can always be a volleyball coach, but it's not the path that I really want to go towards. You did that for so long. Yeah. Now it's time to give your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got the, I'm over uh, here sipping. 2014 Martha's in the 1992. Uh, we're going to do a refill uh, real quick and then we're going to talk about this. Which, so, so we have a 30-year-old wine and we have a 8-year-old wine. Uh, which one are you feeling? Um, I love both. Mm -hmm. um, it's really going to be tough going back to any other wine I drink after both of these two. Um, but I'd say... The 30 is for a special occasion yeah. with people that really understand, not necessarily understand, but like want to understand. Like and now? Like, yeah, like right now. And <laughs> want to, you know, like care. There's some people that right. are like, yeah, pour me a glass of wine. And I'm like, I really don't want to waste this $250 nah. bottle nah. of wine on you because nah. you really don't care. Nah. Not but at you all. can't say that out loud unless you're on this. <laughs> So I'm really talking to myself about this, but if I could drink <laughs> Martha's, sorry, if I could drink Martha's every day. Right, right. You can. I, sure, I, I need a new hustle or a no. sponsorship from Heights or no. maybe we do just multiple, uh, you know, Carlton. situations here. Carlton. Carlton, talk to us. Um, no, this is definitely... <clears throat> For anybody that's wondering what a 30-year-old wine tastes like, especially from Heights. Heights is one of those wineries that makes wines that's going to live for a long time. Um, this is still structurally held together. Um, it was a... I can't remember if it was a warm vintage or not in 92, but it's um, still got some fruit. It's still structurally held together. Honestly, that's what you're looking for in a wine that's, you know, 30-some-odd years old. So I love that. This 2014, this Martha's is, like, ridiculous. Oh, my I, goodness. I kept telling you I was tasting like that mint yeah. or menthol thing, but I had that a couple weeks ago, and that's fucking crazy that you have it now. But it like, is so amazing. It's so good. It's like it's like one of the smoothest, just like most easygoing, uh, perfect wines. You're looking for balance, not not too much acid, not too much fruit, not too much alcohol. It's just and I've been saving perfect. this because uh, when when did I go? Do you remember when I asked you about it? Ago. It was a few months ago now, mm -hmm. even before. I think it was fall, like October or something, mm -hmm. something like that. And I was like, all right, who do I get to share this bottle with, though? Like someone that's really going to understand it, going to appreciate it. I just can't give this to anybody. I was like, this mm. has to be a special situation. So I've been wanting to it's so this. good. I've been it's wanting so to, and it's good. just been sitting. I can't believe I didn't on a lonely night open it up <laughs> no you don't no you don't do that you, gotta, you don't, you don't you do that share the experience no nah, you don't do that don't um, do that i'm worth 250 though not on a lonely night <laughs> sometimes what music would you play on a lonely night mm, while you were drinking on this? a lonely night drinking? a lonely night you crack open a mm. you know this is not a cheap wine 
We talking early night. We talking Am like Am I in a good sweat. space in a relationship? Am I <clears throat> like where where is my thoughts? Well if you're you not know? in a good space in a relationship, it's probably like some you know, some begging music, right? Mm -hmm. Some baby you know, some Jodeci, some <laughs> Keith Sweat. Or it could be some Drake. You know, it I could like, be some Drake. Hey, I love Drake is easygoing. Very easygoing. Very. You know, I love D'Angelo can be Ooh. like real smooth with old it. D'Angelo. Yeah. Old yeah. D'Angelo. Yeah, yes, old of course. Um, then you know the the women we love the Janae Aiko moment as well and and now Jasmine came out with the she hotels. Did. I mean it just kind of depends of where what the and then I listened to some Snoop with this like. Snoop just came I up with something like, new. I feel like you can go all directions. And Jasmine been cracking for a long yeah, time. Yeah, oh, I know her her old stuff. A long time. You know who I used to really like was um, Vivian Green. Vivian Green. Emotional roller coaster. I'm on an emotional. Oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing with you, nothing, but. Nothing, nothing <laughs> Loving you was never good. To, woo! She had another one called, um, I'm not gonna remember the name of it, but I used to love some Vivian Green. Like what about, uh, do you remember, what was it, Brownstone? Brownstone yeah. sounds familiar. That's a project in, in New York. Mm, yeah, it is, though. Um, <laughs> that might be, no, what was there? There's, no. There, there's a lot of good stuff. I could, you know what, I'd sit there and listen to anything drinking this. So, so <laughs> if you had to pick, make a shameless unabated pick of which one's your favorite i'm gonna go with martha's i am too only because it's it's just there's there's a character about martha's that you don't get anywhere else in yeah. their portfolio um and i'm not sure if it's just specifically the 14 i don't know if the 15s the 13s i don't know if those are the same but this is just a special you know why and i'm happy that you decided to you let me i'm happy that you let me yeah this conversation went back and forth let me tell you like <laughs> a good like are you sure are you really sure you're willing to open this bottle with i didn't me? well i, I didn't like, want to like I'm, I, I don't want to press nobody to open something like that so i knew that if you were going to open this i just this, know if i need another one i know i can call you <laughs> yeah like I, <laughs> I hope we could i hope we could work that out <laughs> mm. so what i want to know all right I'm a normal person. Mm-hmm. So am I. I'm not a three-time Olympian. Mm. I'm not a two-time Olympic silver medalist. Mm. I was not the captain of the 2008 and 2012 mm. Games. You are very accomplished in your profession. I want to know, from a normal person's perspective, tell me what the Olympics is like. Tell me what it's like being at the opening ceremonies. Like, what? Is that like before I do that for you I appreciate you feeling that way about me but this is how I feel about every other person in their own workspace or their own passion like you have done the Olympics of being a sommelier and mm -hmm. what you have worked and done so to me it's just like I just had a different path and a different passion or workspace so and first thank, of all thank, that's how I you. really feel about people out there like they did the Olympics and whatever they're doing. So it just so happens yeah. that ours is called the Olympics. And yeah. That's and mine's not. And yours is not. But I mean, we can go to the Olympics for drinking wine, I feel like. Any day. Um, okay. Opening ceremonies. What super is that like? Super surreal. Yeah. Like, I still look back. Your first one was in 2004. And that was in Athens. In Athens, which was really interesting. Um, 
we really couldn't support our country like we wanted to. They just declared war. Um, we went to the Olympics and not everything was finished. Like our the village was kind of nuts. Like some of the um, arenas were not finished, and it was just kind of weird. It wasn't really what you think about as representing your country. Right. Um, but no matter what, you go to opening ceremonies and you cry. Yeah. And you cry and you are walking through and like seeing hundreds of thousands of people and then surrounded by athletes from every different country possible that just in one space, we all share the same mindset and the same goal, but we are from such different places. So that's what I'm getting goosebumps now. That's what gets me of what's so special. The Olympics is so special for that. And that you can have a stadium of people, unfortunately not this coming Olympics, but of so many different nationalities, ethnicities, just there to support. Did you see athletes that you recognized from, uh, you know, whether it's U.S. or just other places like at the... Yeah, when you're walking, we're all with the U.S. people. So, you know, obviously some are more famous than are not. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that's great. Um, and then... You know, you see every volleyball player you've played against for the different countries, and you just, it's something really, really special. Who's the, who's the most maybe well-known person that you came across during your time? Yeah, I mean, to me, Kobe was... Uh, you saw Kobe? He, well, I talked to Kobe. Mm. Um, I was at all Olympics with Kobe, and um, he actually came and spoke to our team before the 2012 Olympics. Mm. And even before that, though, I had gone to some of his knee mm. doctors, and we mm. we had a small bond of like, oh, we're just all torn <laughs> up our bodies. But um, yeah, it was the 2012 Olympics. I we were walking in opening ceremonies, and we had a chat about his uh, knee doctor that I went to right before. To in Germany, try to, yeah, in Germany, hey. to just try to like. You know, be the best I could be in 2012, and right. I went right after season um, and got those shots. That oh, welcome to the sights and sounds of downtown LA, by the it way. All. Sorry, you got the shots. It's all right. Yeah, I've got so the same Germany, doctor. You guys the, the same doctor. doctor. He said I was very far gone and just in general of where my knee was that he couldn't promise will this help or not. And I was like, hey, I'm wow. just gonna try to you know, do what I can. And so Kobe and I, I'll never forget as we were walking in opening ceremonies, just, you know, chatting it up about our fucked up knees, you know? <laughs> so, um, you got yeah. a bond there. Yeah, you got to have some, yeah. type of, some type of common thing. So, so that was 04, was, was 08. Well, that was, oh, sorry, that that was, was 12. 12. That was my last one that we had that combo. But yeah, we saw the basketball teams, both women's and yep. men's often because we practice in the same gym and um, obviously the men's volleyball team. But the crazy thing about uh, volleyball, basketball, and soccer, football in Europe, as they call it, is we play the whole time. So everyone thinks it's like a rager out there and you go and party and you go this and that. But if you are playing or practicing the whole two weeks, you're not really doing that. So yeah, yeah, we're fortunate you enough to make it that long uh -huh. um, often, and so it was great. The Olympics is like my favorite thing. I literally watch the Olympics for two, if it's on for two weeks, yeah. two straight weeks or three yeah. weeks. That's all I watch. I don't yeah. care what time of the day it is. That's, that's incredible. It's a really cool story. Um, <laughs> that's dope. Lindsay, I uh, truly want to thank you for uh, welcoming me to your home. 
um, having some incredible wine with me. Like I said, I had to make sure I was stunting on the same level that you I were. I mean, you asked, are we stunting? No, we, we stunting. No, we, we wanted to flex today. We flex I mean, today. But this is, this is a Wednesday, but this is, you know, I'm glad you went up there. I'm glad you had a great time. And uh, I'm just glad to be able to match your uh, your wave. I mean, the hardest part was picking out the outfit for the day. It's hard to match your sauce <laughs> in every format. You know how hard it is. So I, I want because it's 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 not calculated and it makes no sense. And that's the best part. And we're gonna have a part two at the new crib. Hey, you heard it here first. So my first female guest has invited me back for a second one. I can't wait to come back and drink some doper wine with y'all. I appreciate you. This is Wine and Culture. Thank, Thank you. you for having so me. All right. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. These are the outtakes. Let's get it. I never understood why you do this, but okay. It's going to be the best one ever. Sometimes they still come out, you know. I mean, this this not really the weather for it, but it's all good. Yeah. There's, there's legs out here in the streets right now, let me tell you. In, in this weather. They oh, don't yeah. care. Oh no. There's crop tops. There's, oh, no. It's all going on. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's LA. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> I feel like this is my truck alarm. <laughs> Your car alarm's going off. I'm not even joking. Because it's on the street. I didn't park it inside. You want to take care of that? I don't know. I feel like I should grab the keys and maybe try to shut it off and see if it's it. This is going to go in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> This oh, is, shit. oh careful, this is definitely going in the outfit. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you can even follow me to see it. If you oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs>